Hey everybody, welcome to Not Your Mom's Podcast. Hit the intro music. Hello, thank you for joining me on Not Your Mom's Podcast. I'll be your host, Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible, a.k.a. Incredible Hulk, a.k.a. Peanut Butter Beast. So I'd like to acknowledge that it's been a while since I've recorded and put out a episode. I do apologize. I've been really busy, got a new job, been really structured with my health. I've been really focusing on, you know, cutting up, losing a lot of fat and gaining a lot of muscle, you know, beast mode. That's why they call me the peanut butter beast. Um, also because I really love peanut butter. It's like my favorite. So there's no excuse there. Um, back in the game. And coming at you with a time hop stop number two. I know you probably got that from the title of the episode, but let's get right into it. Before actually I get started, I just realized and remembered this. I got a piece of feedback that this sounded like the rants of a person who was high on marijuana. You know, the good sticky icky icky. You know, so somebody told me it sounded like I got really high. Toked a bowl, I think that's what the kids are saying now, or did a dab, or, you know, hit the good old bong chalong, and uh, just started reading random things off a timeline. So, my goal is to stay a little bit more organized with this, and I'll flow a little smoother, um, and if that doesn't happen, then it is what it is. All right, let's get started. It's probably be out of order, but that's fine. These are um, things I posted on social media this week. I decided to do a week's worth instead of one day. Looked at the best ones I posted. So two years ago, last week, I posted, who knew that heaven was in Des Moines? Oh, no, I didn't post this. Looks like Ryan posted it on my wall. I said, who knew heaven was in Des Moines, Iowa? We already Don quixote a car, charmed our way into free stickers, and created a drink, the Eskimo Kiss. Iowa wasn't ready. So, to explain and give background, who knew heaven was in Des Moines? I did. We as friends were living in multiple different states, some in Minnesota, some in Wisconsin, and some in Kansas City. So... It was a suggestion of where we meet in the middle, and I said Des Moines, Iowa. And they're like, what do you mean, Iowa? It's just cornfields. And I was like, shut your mouth. If you've ever seen Fields of Dreams, you know that it's actually heaven. Or at least was mistaken for heaven by a character in that movie. And I told them that Des Moines, Iowa is actually like a metropolitan kind of industrial, very nice city. We should go there. And we did. And we had an amazing time like I knew we would. And when he mentions we Don Quixote to car, um, while we were driving, we jumped in my car to drive to the hotel. And we turned a corner. And when my door closed, if you actually leave the handle open and you don't like push the handle closed as you close it, it doesn't fully latch. So we went around a corner. My buddy's pregnant wife kind of almost the door swung open and she was leaning out and she went, ah, 
the funniest thing ever. We all died laughing because we were in such a good mood. And so I, I slowed down and we were able to close the door. Like I wasn't going crazy speeds, but we were going enough to where it was hilarious. So that was what you would call Don Quixote to car. We were just flowing and flying and having a good time. And then we went to a bar and we saw all these beers and we wanted the stickers because the stickers looked awesome. And it, it didn't seem like it was possible until we uh, charmed our waiter into going back and grabbing a handful of stickers for the group, which was super cool. And while we were there, we were talking with them about a drink and we started mixing things we thought were cool. And we we're like, hey, can you make this? And we didn't have a name for it. So we called it an Eskimo Kiss. I don't really remember what that drink was. I kind of wish I do so I could, uh, I don't know, have one again, but that was a pretty fun time and uh, we did a lot of other crazy shit that weekend, um, which I'm sure will come posting up on my timeline. I know I did a bunch of Snapchat videos, so that's interesting. All right, it looks like six years ago I posted on Twitter, I feel like shit could use a Bloody Mary right now. That or NyQuil. Please help me make me feel better, somebody. I just love how those are the two options I gave. I either am going to go with a Bloody Mary or a NyQuil, which makes me feel like I was hungover, because usually Bloody Marys are really good hangover cures. But then again, why would I suggest NyQuil if I was hungover? I guess to make me go to sleep, because NyQuil used to be just about going and drinking it to pass out usually usually it was a sleep aid until they realized that NyQuil was like people are drinking this more just to pass out instead of actually feeling better so let's just create a product for sleep aid which is where Zequel came to life and that's smart by them so it's just interesting those are the two choices that came because I'm a Bloody Mary connoisseur like it it's a great way to intro that I'm going to be having episodes about Bloody Marys with a guest and they're going to be great episodes because I love Bloody Marys and the experience you have when you go to a place to get bloodies. So that will be in future episodes. I am not, however, a NyQuil connoisseur, even though I do like the cherry flavor over the regular flavor. But I wouldn't say I'm a Night NyQuil connoisseur. But according to this post, I am a man who does partake in NyQuil at least six years ago. I literally gave two options to support me through me feeling like shit. So, obviously means that they, those two drinks were my favorites back then. But, that's very interesting. What would happen if they'd have made a Bloody Mary flavored NyQuil? That would be a disaster. Alright, looks like five years ago, last week, I wrote on Facebook, I love being able to walk around my house naked. And my roommates, Amy and Christopher, in the other rooms, not even noticed because they are shut-ins. That seems very mean of a comment to say that they're shut-ins. But they were very much homebodies and they just sat in their rooms and they didn't come socialize. So to, to prove that point, I just would walk around naked because I am very much a nature boy. Love walking around naked. I think clothes should always be optional. Not sure why we wear them. And I know some people out there are like, oh, there are some people who definitely should put clothes on and cover their body. Yeah, I guess you could think that, but what's wrong with people showing their body? It may not be something you're attracted to, but it's not something disgusting. And if it's disgusting to you, then why is that? I'm sure 
you're just like me, that if you're done taking a big shit, you turn and you look at what you created. That's disgusting, but you still choose to look at it. So I'm sure people walking around naked wouldn't be that much of a bother. But I think clothes are optional. I love being naked. And so it was cool that I was able, even with roommates, because there were a time where I didn't have roommates and I walked around naked and then I had roommates. But what I noticed is that they never left their rooms. So I was just like, I'm going to walk around naked anyways. Maybe it was because it would have been kind of a funny interaction if I was walking around naked and they did happen to walk out or they did happen to be in the living room. I don't know. I think there was multiple layers to why I did that. And it was uh, worth noting on Facebook that I walked around naked. So, and I'm surprised they did that on Facebook. That's pretty ballsy. Because I know for a fact that I was friends with Amy and Christopher on Facebook. And that they probably saw that. So, I wonder if they commented. I guess we'll never know. Alright, looks like seven years ago. I posted, teach tomorrow. And I am what the founding fathers would say. Poop dropping bricks nervous. Wow. That's interesting. So when I was in college, I was going to be a teacher. And I still kind of want to be a teacher. But ended up not getting in the program. Probably because I was poop dropping bricks nervous. So I uh, was teaching a full class. And I'm guessing I was so nervous that I thought Facebook should know. And also, I can't believe I posted all this on Facebook. This is ridiculous. I must have not really given any shits back in the day. So the Founding Fathers were just a group of weird, world-changing, kooky, foul-mouthed, talented, amazing old men. And so I thought it'd be very fitting to quote one of them. I'm sure this was Benny Franks. He loved making the most inappropriate quotes. So poop-dropping bricks nervous. I think it went well, though. I think it went well. I uh, remember that that actually was a pretty good day. Six years ago, I wrote on Facebook, people keep telling me the right person will come along. I think mine got hit by a bus. <laughs> That's not true. I've I've definitely found my right persons. Um, but I, back then, I must have been in a very bad place where I thought that was uh, truth or I thought that was funny enough to post on Facebook. I also posted eight years ago last week, I love walking home and getting a ride from my campus security. Hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. So I made a lot of friends, obviously, in college, and one of them was the security, so I was walking home. I'm pretty sure I was drunk. I'm not sure, but I just remember it being very late, and in a golf cart, having security walk up and be like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? And he's like, you want to ride back to your place? Like, yeah, sure. So he drove me in a golf cart blocks blocks away from campus back home it was the best thing ever i loved it it was super awesome made me feel pretty badass five years ago i wrote people say the hardest thing to do is to tell someone how you honestly feel when i feel the hardest part is realizing people can't handle the truth now that is uh that's a pretty interesting topic um I think back then I wasn't really owning honesty and I was pushing a lot of blame onto a lot of different people and projecting when, you know, um, sometimes it is hard to be honest, but, you know, it's a lot easier to be honest when you're honest with yourself. And it is hard for some people to 
handle the truth and honesty, but it doesn't mean they don't deserve to hear it and that if they don't hear it, it's going to be easier for them, you know, so if you just get to own your truth and own your honesty and if they can't handle it, that's their own thing, but you don't want to sacrifice your integrity and your honesty because they can't handle it. But again, some things aren't meant to be shared, so maybe don't share everything. Yeah, it's a fine balance. It's a fine, fun balance. Seven years ago, I posted on Twitter, Hey, if I ask you to pop me in the mouth, would you tell my uncle that I am the one who scratched his monkey? Oh, my God. I went through a huge phase about seven years ago. <laughs> Uh, I would post the most nonsensical things I could and see if anybody would react or anyone would say anything. So, this is one of them. What would you think? Hey, if I asked you to pop me in the mouth, would you tell my uncle that I am the one who scratched his monkey? Yeah, it makes absolutely no fucking sense. I don't know what I was thinking. But, I'm not the most normal person, so this kind of probably fits my brain pattern and doesn't surprise anybody I'd post this. Seven years ago, I posted, I am blowing my snuggle whistle, so if anyone wants to answer the call, just let me know. Oh, man, I've always loved snuggling, and I guess I had a whistle, and I was blowing it, and I posted it. I don't think anybody responded, though, so I think it was a very silent whistle, you know, like ones only dog can hear, dogs can hear, so I'm sure a bunch of dogs came over, and I called with them, but definitely nobody answered my snuggle whistle. I went, I think it would change now, though. I think I'm in a way better place now, where I'm... uh known as the cuddle king so they definitely know i'm good at snuggles i also posted five years ago it is very easy to say i am here for you yet when it comes to the actual being there for someone people rarely are when i say it i mean it it's kind of true it is easy people like i'm here for you and most of the time the people you say that to are just in such a place where asking for support is hard because they feel like they're burdening people on that and they don't, they're prideful, so they don't ask for help. So usually that's actually what happens is I, I say I'm here to support you and never get asked to, and that's fine because it's not about me. It's about them and knowing that they have the support and they can use it if they want to. But I just wonder how many times people have reached out to those same people and they've said, well, I would love to, but, and they came up with stories and, uh, cause I know I've reached out for help and people have not answered the call or said they couldn't. I remember one time I was up at the top of a, a hill or a bluff. I went climbing and I fucked up my ankle. I rolled it really bad and I called my brother and I was like, Hey man, I fucked my ankle up. Can you come up and bring some crutches or come up and help me down? And he goes, sorry, I'm about to go into a movie. Good luck. You'll do fine. So the person who said, I'm always here for you, literally decided to go to a movie who could have got replacement tickets or anything like that. He could have done a lot, but decided to go to the movie instead of help his brother at the top of a bluff with a fucked up angle. So I ended up crawling my way down, took about four hours, drove myself to uh, the hospital, or I think I drove myself home because I've dealt with rolled angles before. But anyways, yeah, sometimes... uh, they don't mean it, but I mean it, is what this post was about, is to let people know I mean it when I say it, and if you know me, anybody who's listening to this actually knows me, would agree that I'm a very much a supporter, and is always loving to support others. 
All right, seven years ago on Twitter, I wrote, I hate when short people use the tall water fountains. The smaller ones are made for you, so don't make me roundhouse kick you to... And then it goes dot, 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 which means I wrote too much on Twitter and it cut off to another tweet. It's good to know. We'll never know how that finishes. But the point of the tweet was there's always that shorter one and then there's a taller one. And then I've found that seven years ago, I was frustrated that I'd always have to go to the lower one, bend over, which was very uncomfortable and very awkward as the person who's shorter than me by a foot or two is usually in the taller one which is obviously made for me so I was just in a place of victimhood where I just was frustrated and I thought the smaller ones were made for them and they kind of are probably they're for kids and smaller people and the taller ones are for taller people it makes complete sense so it just uh frustrated me I guess and I was going to roundhouse kick them, which is easier because they're shorter, so I don't have to lift my foot that high. So I'm sure that was probably what it was about. Six years ago, I posted on Facebook, if girls say all boys are the same, why are they so picky? Why are they? If we're all the same, why don't you give me a shot? Why aren't we dating right now? And it's because we're not all the same. And if you say they're all the same because you are dating and you're getting the same results, it's probably because you're dating the same type of boy and you should find a different path or a different journey of who to ask out and who to see and get outside of your comfort zone and stop finding yourself in the same cycle of, oh, this person fits all these qualities that I think work for me and then don't. Or this is really nice in this area, but I'm actually missing this. Because you're looking for boys. I think that's the key point here. If you're going to look for boy, you're going to get boy results, which uh, is going to be non-long-term commitment and fun. And that's it. If you're looking for a man, you might get different results. So I think that's the, the point of that one. All right, last but not least, four years ago, I posted on Facebook... I think trying to quit eating dairy is way harder than trying to quit smoking. Just saying, hashtag paleo problems. Now let's dive into this a little bit. I've never had to quit smoking. Never have. For me, I don't know what that's like. I guess it's such an addicting thing flowing into your body. It feels great. I don't know. For me, I feel like it should be easy. But I'm not going to say it is because people have their own story and connection with what it looks like but dairy for me is the equivalent and so I would hope people would understand that quitting dairy is super hard for me at least it was back then four years ago because I love cheese it's my second favorite food um yogurt like is dairy which is delicious yogurt's absolutely delicious you know milk also delicious. There's many different forms of where dairy, and I mean lactose specifically, um, is hard to quit because it makes everything taste better. It's absolutely delicious. And it used to be a main staple in my entire diet until it, I really decided to quit it because I knew it wasn't benefiting me. So I made the ballsy statement to say that quitting dairy is like quitting smoking. And that's just my story and that's my truth. 
because the smoking doesn't apply to me. I'm sure smokers would disagree, and that's fine. That's your thing, and I would love to support you through your quitting of smoking because I don't like smoking. I think it's disgusting. Um, but that's because also I grew up with a house full of smokers and I lived in that shit and it was disgusting and it was tied to negativity and negative memories and thoughts and everything. So that's why I never picked up a cigarette and I never will and why it's disgusting to me. So paleo problems also must means I was on a paleo diet, which I don't remember that four years ago, but whatever. So that is the last time hop entry I will be sharing this episode. All right, that's that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for joining. Hopefully it didn't sound too much like ramblings of somebody who's high or somebody who just smoked a bowl. Hopefully I was able to give you an insight of where I was and who I am, I guess, or what I've been through or how I used to interact on social media. Uh, it's kind of crazy how we've grow and we look back on these uh, time hops and we see how much we've grown and how much we've not or how much we th- we were funnier back in the day or how much we remember how fearless we were when we posted on social media and all of that, because what I realize is as we grow up and we get jobs, we try to get more responsible when really we still have these inner thoughts of funny little comments that we want to post. Yet we don't because we know family will judge or shame or it could possibly lose us our job. So it's just fun to look back and hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you have any comments, questions or feedback about it and any ways it could improve, please let me know. I would love to hear it. And uh, I always welcome the feedback. So again, this has been Not Your Mom's Podcast. I'm Bob, your host, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible, a.k.a. Incredible Hulk, a.k.a. Peanut Butter Beast. If you need to get a hold of me or if you want to see me in other mediums, you can reach me at Twitter at The Nymp, T-H-E-N-Y-M-P. You can reach me on Instagram at not your mama's podcast you can email me at not your mom's podcast at yahoo.com and you can also reach me at tumblr at not your mom's podcast so check out all of those i post all the time on my instagram funny things and I tweet every once in a while, so check out all those if you really want to get more hilarity and more parts of this show. Cue up the outro music. Bow, <laughs>